Good evening, everyone. Happy Friday and welcome to FRI um, on a night where there will be plenty of opinion and discussion. I think it's only right we start on a positive and that positive is that at the current time, even I'm not fully focusing on FRI because I'm watching Swindon Town Youth uh, in the Cup and in stoppage time, they are currently two up against Luton. So against the script, it looks like a Swindon Town team may have a cup run. everyone up and down the country right now is starting to feel a little bit jaded, a little bit tired. And uh, that's certainly the case for Swindon fans as chaos and controversy continue to run rife off the pitch. Uh, but as I said in the little intro, the youth team doing us proud at the moment. We will keep you updated and on the last few minutes as best as we can as well. Um, good evening to everyone who has joined us on Facebook Live and on YouTube, where you can post in the live chat. And uh, interestingly, something different seems to have happened to my chat feed because I'm being told every time someone joins on X as well. So I don't know whether you're able to join the live chat, but something seems to have changed. Uh, in particular, I can see the likes of uh, Harvey has joined, Matt as well, and of course, Shah, who, as always, uh, has uh, very generously uh, reposted our live feed as well. Uh, thank you very much, Shah. Appreciate your support as always. Uh, I've got a thanks for watching appeared on the screen. It looks like the final whistle has gone during the intro. Congratulations to Swindon Town Academy for that 2-0 victory uh, in the cup against Luton. Uh, and there's Mike as well, just confirming that. Thank you very much. Um, Let's meet tonight's panel before we do the intro question, uh, of which has been submitted by Ben, who was scheduled to be put on the team sheet tonight, but uh, he failed a late fitness test. Not like my first panellist tonight, who uh, who's fresh and ready to go for an exciting football-filled weekend this weekend. Good evening, Rich. Evening, mate. Fresh. Ooh, not too sure about that, but hey, we'll uh, we'll we'll power through, mate. We'll power through. We certainly will. How's your week been, mate? I can't even remember what fucking day we're on, mate. I'll be really honest with you. Um, FRI has, day. It, it's FRI day, mate. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's been one of those weeks, mate. Honestly, really weird, and especially yesterday as well. Like, uh, I was in the office yesterday. 
for the first time in a couple of weeks and you know it was just absolute madness um there's only two of us uh on the team at the moment got more work than we can really uh, deal with wow. uh, deal with and uh, just meetings 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 and it's just absolute nightmare so to be fair i was absolutely buzzing for today uh just to have today off um didn't really chill but um you know got a few bits done got a few things that i needed to do so uh really really happy and looking forward to going into this weekend and over to the uh, next week absolutely absolutely as the uh countdown to christmas continues um i'm i'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say uh about matters on and off the pitch uh this week but before we get into that we have another panelist waiting in the wings and an intro question but let's uh, first welcome someone else who is looking very fresh and tidy this evening evening craig yeah, evening, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm as fresh as a dolphin, mate. I tell you, that's how fresh I am. So, yeah, he's yeah. All, all... Now he's, he's got, he's got the beard. The beard is looking on point, mate. It's a strong. Yeah, beard, it's, it's, it's a strong it's been, beard, mate. It's been freshly oiled today as well, so it's <laughs> looking, looking even, even better, mate. But, um, but yeah, um, you know, I've been saying about, um, I've been waiting for my Christmas jumper to arrive, and it's arrived yes. today, and I'm, I'm, I'm wearing it now, finally. And um, so, yeah, this this is the, the jumper that I've got, uh, the Roy Keane. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, the Roy Keane <laughs> one. Because um, I think it was uh, I think it was Garth who said a little while ago that um, that I'm like the Roy Keane of um, Swindon Town <laughs> podcasts. So, <laughs> so I thought I'd definitely get get this for um, for Christmas. It's really good quality, actually. It's pretty pretty That's cool. That's so, uh, Yeah, I'm quite quite happy, quite happy with that. So I remember a fair few weeks back seeing that. So I think even I shared a picture when I saw it on Facebook in our WhatsApp chat. And, and that I've got that one in my top two Christmas jumpers of this year alongside the VAR one with the VAR wearing a little Santa hat. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's quality. <laughs> quality. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, how's your week been, Craig? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been all right. Yeah, like I said, I'm feeling better from, from Monday after a week with the, um, with the man flu. So... Uh, back to work um you know no strikes this week but you wouldn't have noticed because the trains just didn't seem to be running there was something going wrong every day um but but yeah yeah no yeah it's been all right i'm in work over, over the weekend so no no 30 for me but um but yeah yeah all okay just looking forward to um to to christmas and all and uh yeah and hope hopefully um a couple of wins for the uh for the reds well let's hope so um let's start with the opening question which ben sent me uh he sent me this picture via whatsapp and he told me his answer and said if the answer isn't what he said it is then just simply you're wrong and i instantly said to him no i completely agree so uh for the purposes of uh of tonight's show tonight's intro question is a picture of a sandwich with an a b and c and the question where is your next bite um, so you two haven't had a chance to see this picture until I've just flashed it up on the screen. Uh, Craig, you've got vast experience in the area of eating sandwiches. Um, where would your next bite be? Where would a connoisseur like yourself take the next bite from? Well, I wouldn't say I'm a connoisseur, but I do have this weird thing with sandwiches, especially where it wouldn't be, would always be last. Cause it's just like your last bite. You want it to be the most, you know, the most. Yeah. so i would go a or c it doesn't really matter as long as b is last 
and then yeah that's 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 what i do because not not that it makes any difference but it just feels uh feels better to do it that way okay rich yeah i i would say c just because number one you get the boring bit out of the way and mm. then you could actually have a you could actually probably get a and b in together actually i absolutely could get a and b in together so <laughs> I, I think I think that's a win-win really there. So well, I, I would say see. You'll be pleased to know that myself and Ben unanimously agreed that the only correct answer to this question is C. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it makes that. sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. As always, uh, we'd love everyone watching along to get involved in the chat uh, from this point and, and for... All your Swindon Town comment, please do fire them in and we will get as many up on the screen and discussed as we possibly can. Uh, gents, we have had a question sent in ahead of time. Um, and uh, again, you've had no time to prep an answer, uh, but it's coming from one of our all-time favourites. It's coming from Mike, uh, who sent me a DM and said, a point of discussion tonight, which four would be best as next chair of the trust? And why is it Mark? <laughs> uh, Craig, would you like to take that one first? <laughs> oh Christ! Um, I, I think Mark would be. <coughs> excuse me. I think he would be good. He's you know he's good at that sort of see, sort of thing. He's um, he's he's highly intelligent. You know that much is um, ov obvious. Um, so so yeah, and, and he's good with people, isn't he? You know he's he's a really nice guy. He's approachable. <laughs> And but he doesn't suffer fools gladly, which I think you need sort of ironic, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, 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 that was a Freudian slip, but um, yeah, um, I, I think, yeah, he he, he would be. I, I mean, I, I think Mike said before about oh, why don't I go in for it, but in, in all seriousness, um, I, I just think that mentally I'm fragile at the best of times and. I just don't think it would do um, my mental health any good going into that because it is a thankless job for for all the criticism that we give the trust. It is a thankless job, and they're trying to keep both sides happy. Although one would think that it's the fans should be the priority, um, but yeah, I, I think yeah, I think Mark by a long shot really out of all, all the fools. Um, maybe Woody, maybe Woody, I, but he was just. I was yeah. just going to say, from a HR perspective, he's he's obviously very organised and he's very, you know, from uh, from that point of view. I think him and Mark co-chair. I think I I think that would be I think that would probably <laughs> I think that would be ideal scenario. To be quite honest with you, so you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, don't, and, yeah I don't and I think it. and I think also Woody knows all like their legal obligations and all that kind of shit as well. So I think uh, yeah, he, he'd be able to know uh, what to say, when to say it, and all that kind of crap. So. Yeah, always very handy. Always very handy. So there's going to be obviously plenty of discussion about what's gone on in the last 48 hours, I'm sure. So I'd like to start, if possible, uh, with matters on the pitch. And, let, and let's look ahead to tomorrow's game. Uh, Rich, first question, I suppose, is uh, what level of confidence are you going in with? Very minimal. Um I mean, just with more shit that's obviously come out this week, uh, I, I don't know what effect it's actually having on the players and the team right now. Um, I think it's very difficult to really know as to... Because I don't think we've got any fresh injury concerns either. So I think... Uh, but the thing is, though, we're becoming a little bit predictable now because 
um, Flynn sending out the same team every week. Why? Because we've only got the same 11. And even then, that same 11 was having mistake after mistake last week. I mean, last week, I mean, I think we can just write that game off. I think we've just got to move on from that. But um, the thing is, the main thing is that we cannot let that happen again. That cannot happen again. And we have literally got to go out um, and literally show what we can actually do. And it's very difficult to bounce back from such a defeat like that because, you know, but I think obviously with our home record, you'd like to think that actually maybe we might be able to pull something out of it. But it's all about the mentality of the players now and the message that Flynn sends to his team. Um, and Flynn's got to get it right tomorrow because if he doesn't, then I think I think we're in trouble. Okay. Uh, evening, Gary. How are you? Evening, all. Apologies for lateness. That's evening, Gary. Right, There's no register taken here, sir. So fear not. No, uh, no parent slip required to explain. Um, we've we literally just got started on on talking about tomorrow's game, uh, and I'll ask you the same question as I asked Rich. What confidence level are you going in with? Tomorrow's game, mm. not a great deal, if I'm honest. I think we're just going to enjoy the beers, aren't we, Gary? Yes, that's yeah. all we're going for, the beers. Good. Yeah. Rich, just go to football now for a beer, we decided. But no, I generally, generally don't think, I don't have much optimism for tomorrow. I I, I mean, if, if Barrow had done their homework and watched the last few games, watched the Wimbledon game... Seen the order shot game, they'll know exactly how to go out and play it. So now they're out of that straight away. Um, within the first five minutes, go and press us, make us make a couple of mistakes, score early, and we're in trouble. That's that's the be all and end all. Um, so it's one of those games where it, we could go and win it, like we did against Mansfield. Um, but I'm not optimistic. Um, I know that you've cast your eye over the comments from the pre match press conference. Um, depending on which fool you listen to it is the interpretation of what's being said, but um, are you expecting pretty much the same match day squad and uh, uh, at least a handful of youngsters on the bench or, or do you think there's an outside chance that there's one or two that could make come back into the match day squad? I mean, the sounds of it sounds like it's going to be pretty much the same. Um, Flynn's obviously come out and said, we might have one back. We may not, but we're not going to rush anyone back. There'll be kids on the bench. So it's, he's either doing one or two things, either playing his cards very close to his chest and we got two or three players back that we didn't expect. And he's trying to pull a bit of a, uh, a bit of a, a, a former manager sort of trick. Um, or, or we're going to be exactly the same as we had in the last game. And it's going to be youth players in the, the first 11, 12 again. Um, Craig, uh, for yourself, uh, I know you've already said that due to work commitments you can't go, but you'll be keeping an eye on proceedings, I'm sure. What, how, what level of confidence are you going into the game with? Because you can, you can hear from your, uh, your co-panellists here that there's not a great deal of confidence, really, at the moment. No, I mean, how, how could you after the performance last weekend? It's, it's very hard to be... I think even the most optimistic of fans will be... Um, would find that difficult, um, especially with the form that Barrow, Barrow are, are in. And um, I, all right, yeah, we're at home and our home form's good. But I think 
you know, we've become too reliant on our home form. And I think that's going to come back to bite us in the ass at some point once we start picking up defeats at home, which I, I think will probably happen um, tomorrow, unfortunately. Um, you know, before that, uh, before the Wimbledon game, I, I fancied us for a draw, but I, I can't, I just can't see it. You're going to have a, a team that's um, got the, the highest number of goals scored against the team that's got um, the best defence in the league. Um, so it's, you know, one of those is obviously going to, probably going to give tomorrow. And um, and, and I, I think it's going to be us. You know, we, you know, Wimbledon showed how effective it can be if you play the right way against us. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard I heard something about Flynn leaving. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, some some there was some little, little yeah some little rascal um, stirring trouble. I think, um, but but yeah, I, I think it's going to be incredibly difficult. They're, they're on a they're on a good run of form, a fantastic run of form, and um, and then and they're not too bad away from from home. They don't concede many, like like I said, and. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know it's 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 going to be very very difficult. They they obviously got knocked out of the cup by um, by Maidstone, so you know we, we might be facing a backlash against them. They're going to want something to prove for it really, and um, you know and it's, it's not like they they were smashed like we were by by older shots. So so yeah, it's, it's going to be a difficult game tomorrow, and I, I think um, as I said on on Monday, it's going to be a very difficult December with not much joy and. Uh, not many points for us on the board, unfortunately. Well, you really are the Grinch that stole football, aren't you? I was going to say, Fife, I was going to say, Fife, you just quickly there it might be worth a shout out to Oldershot for getting through against Stockport uh, on uh, Wednesday night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it might, it might be worth oh. a shout to Oldershot. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Fair play, Oldershot. I forgot to say, I'm um, back. back. Oh, Craig's connection. Craig's frozen. Dropped. Yep. Classic timing. Uh, Witty Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, Sean uh, saying that thing about Flynn was a fake account that was quickly taken back down. Yes, uh, we know the perpetrator of we said know who it was. <laughs> Fear not. Uh, and uh, then Pete, even Pete, saying um, Abodo McCormack on the bench for the FA Youth game. Could be in the squad tomorrow. Don't expect RHM back. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about the RHM situation. Um, Rich, let, let's have a closer look at what tomorrow will mean then. Uh, and that's not to discredit the comment I've had in from Elliot. I will come back to that shortly. Oh, yeah. Um, but let, let's focus on tomorrow's game just for the, the time being, if we can. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Craig made a great point. It's... The team or the joint team of the joint best goal scored record in the league against the team of the best defensive record in the league is it's that age-old um unstoppable force versus immovable object. Given the low morale that the fan base seems to be in, assuming that that transcends into the, the playing squad as well, are you concerned that if our if our main hope is that our attack performs? Are you concerned that they're not going to be able to against a, a much more, I don't want to say motivated, but a much more boosted uh, defense, a defensively sound team? 
Yeah, look, we can't, we can't uh, allow our just our attack to turn up to the game because at the moment, the the feed that we're getting from our midfield isn't providing the attack. We saw that against Wimbledon. It wasn't really doing anything. Like you had two players like Jake Young and uh, Dan Kemp both isolated in that game. Um, but then obviously you turn the table and obviously you look at Barrow and uh, like Craig said, they've scored the most goals. It, it was that they've scored the most goals this season in League so Two. We, we, we've got the joint best goal scoring record. Oh, we've got the joint. Oh, and sorry. they've got the sorry, best um, defensive record. Oh, they've got the best defensive. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right then. That, that changed my view on it a little bit. Um, but even still, no, because like Gary said a minute ago, um, if teams have worked out that we're not very strong at the back, they'll they'll just use that uh, and come at us from minute one. And, um, you know, like like you said, also, Aldershot have done it. So why, why can't other teams do it? But also, we've got to do our homework as well, you know. And... Um, it doesn't matter how strong I think your defence is. If your attackers can score, your attackers can score. And as long as we can break them down, we might have to be patient tomorrow, but we can't let it slide. We can't let uh, us giving the ball away affect their attack and then try and score against us. Because we know it doesn't matter who we play against. We, we've got an equally as bad defence as anybody in this league. And um, yeah, they're, 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 they'll score past us. doesn't matter. Um, Gary, on flipping that round then, it, it seems obvious to say, but even during the spell where we were really good and, you know, best team in the in world football and scoring goals for fun and football's entertaining when you're winning, we were still pointing out that defensive lapses were going to cost us. So this, this isn't a new phenomenon. It sounds stupid to say, but surely this is the area that is being worked on in training, isn't it? And, and we should be seeing improvements by now. We'd like to think so, but it doesn't appear to be. Because I think there was the one game, which game was it the Mansell game? We actually all said that we played as a unit and we tightened up and we looked like we were more solid than we have done all season. But again, we still got this mentality of overlapping centre-backs and Khan bombing on forwards and who's sitting and who's not. Um, and if, you, if you're Kinsella or whoever's sitting in that, I think you've got Blake Tracy going one side of you and Goodmanley's going the other side of you and Hutton's up there, Minturn or whoever's sitting back. It's asking for trouble. And, and I don't think... If Flynn doesn't seem to want to change any other way against anyone else. It, it seems to be we're going to keep on playing this way and we will get points and score goals. And if we outscore our, the other team, then we'll get the points. But I just don't think that's always going to work. We're going to come across like we did against Aldershot. I think one thing is, is also is that we we haven't got a leader on that team. There is no leader on that team. I don't, I don't, I don't. Blake Tracy is not a leader. I'm sorry, he's not a leader. Um, Charlie Austin, he's not even playing at the moment. Um, but even still, uh, I I wouldn't really have him as captain. He's striker. Don't particularly. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Just ideally, probably best not to have a striker up front because uh, as captain, but. You know, we, we need somebody that's going to lead this team. We need somebody leading from the back to try and push us forward. And that's the main thing. And to then also keep us tight when we're against it. So, um, 
yeah, I, I think that's the main struggle at the moment. And that's something that we don't have. And that's the reason why, that's one of the reasons why, as to why we're falling apart a little bit during games. I agree. Uh, I, 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 there's no leader in this. There is no captain. I mean, we all said that Blake Tracy was a captain to start with. Then he's taken it off him and given it back to Ch- Charlie Austin. And if I, Charlie Austin is not playing, then you give it back to Blake Tracy. And apart from that, who else would you look at and go, that's the captain... They're all youngsters, or they're all yep. experienced, and it's like Kinsella. Maybe I mean maybe Kinsella if he's playing. Maybe Kinsella is the captain. This After is the that, problem as well. This is the problem. He's not consistent in the team. No. Yeah. We've had the discussion various times this season, and uh, and I am just hoping Craig will regain his connection again in a second to to bring him back into the conversation. Um, but Gary, let me ask you. So we've spoken about and we've joked about and argued about the fact that Swindon can't play twice in a week, etc., etc., etc. But seemingly after we have a rest, we're not very good either. Now, our opposition obviously had their, their game quite understandably postponed last weekend. So they'll be very well rested for this. Is there a, is there a chance that we'll catch them cold? I doubt it. I don't think so, because I think they'll be well-scored and well-trained and professional football team. Whereas we're a group of young lads who are probably still trying to find their feet. Um, they won't come with us with any any slackness. They'll, they'll come fully up for it, I think. And they, they won't catch us cold. Well, certainly won't I, happen. Having said that, though, I mean, people thought the same about us because we had a week off because uh, we weren't in the FA Cup. Um, and then obviously we came and played against Wimbledon thinking that that week was going to be a fully relaxed week. And then we just got absolutely imploded out of the universe. So, you know, but uh, but I agree with uh, Gary, though. I, I, I don't think Barrow are going to be, you know, soft on us. I, I think, uh, like you said, I think they're going to be fully up for this game. But this is the thing with League Two. You never know what's gonna. You never know what's gonna happen. Obviously, we will have had last weekend's game, and then we'll come out and we'll absolutely bat Barrett. I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but I'm just gonna say that's what happens, especially in League Two football. You just never know what's gonna happen. Um, I still remain unoptimistic about tomorrow, but I'm not pushing anything out of the realms of possibility because we know what this league is like, and this league is absolutely. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just a and weird. Let, it's the weirdest league. If this is a team that are currently on a really good run of form and currently sitting mm. third in the league, they're going to come at us all with a lot of confidence. They're not going to come thinking we're going to lose this game. They're going to come thinking we're going to win, take three points. And uh, obviously, they come with a a very highly rated manager as well, who certainly knows what he's doing. Craig, I want to draw your attention to this uh, comment we've had in from Dale because it, it is fantastic point and something that we've kind of spoke about ourselves as well. He said Brewer's interview was interesting where he said we have a half centre-back and half right-back in Dokes, half centre-back, half left-back in FBT, and he described himself as a half centre-back, half CM. Um, do you think that's uh, tactically how he's describing himself or, or genuinely how he sees it and, and we just don't have someone who is half centre-back, other half also centre-back? Well, they were still those positions in August, September when we were winning. So, but it is a fair, it is a fair point that Dale makes there. It's kind of similar to what I said on on Monday. You know, we haven't 
that that back three that we had against Wimbledon, the, the only recognised out and out centre back was Minton, who got took off. So, so yeah, I, I I think that's an issue, and I mean that just comes back to the age old um, thing of uh, recruitment, you know. So, which we've you know we've you know we go into that before, done to death and, and, and everything. So, you know, come come out with the usual. Um, Usual phrase, you know, um, square peg, round holes, that that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they say, oh, like you know, right back, uh, full backs can should be able to play as wide centre backs, but it's clear that Blake Tracy can't do that role, and and I'd argue that Dokes isn't suited to that role either. So, so yeah, it's um, it's 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 a difficult one. Um, it'll be interesting to see what formation. Blin decides to start tomorrow. Um, if, if he's going to go for four at the back instead of instead of three, it'll be really interesting to see how how we do line up. Because even though all right, it didn't make too much of a difference in the end. It did sort of steady it a little bit that first half and at the end of the first half and beginning of the second half. So so yeah, but of, of course he, he hasn't really got much to work with to to change the formation. So. So yeah, I guess we'll just have to um, have to wait and see. It's it's, it's true, though, isn't it? Because we've got no centre backs who are centre backs, apart from maybe Brewer, who himself says, "I'm a centre back, straight central mid, mid, defensive midfielder." We know one's a right back, we know one's a left back. So we've got no centre backs who are centre backs, out and out centre backs. But, but if he's if he's all, if he can also play in the in the holding role as a as a um, central midfielder as a defensive central midfielder, then why hasn't he been started there? Because that's exactly what we've been crying out for. Because you he, know, does, like, he does such a he does a reasonable job at centre back doing the job. And, and we don't have any other centre backs. Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough, but. Yeah, it's, 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 it's almost like um, remember under the Sheridan era where he decided to play Anthony Grant at centre back and then Dion Conroy in centre defensive mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. Like they were going back to that, but mm -hmm. no, I don't, I don't think he'd ever do that. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, crazy. Um, we mentioned this time last week. Um, and forgive me, I can't remember who I directed that question to at the time. But we spoke about how the importance of the Wimbledon game, given what looks on paper a very difficult festive period for us, uh, with very tricky games. Uh, and obviously Wimbledon, should we say, didn't go to plan for want of a better phrase. Um, Craig, how critical is it for not just morale on and off the pitch uh, as it is now, um, but when you consider the overall picture of what's to come in the upcoming weeks as well, that that we get both a positive result and positive performance tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, this, you know, we've been saying that pretty much every week, really, haven't we? Even after the, um, the, the two wins on the bounce that we got after that poor period, we said, you know, we needed enough, you know, needed another one. And of course, we didn't, we didn't get that. Every, everyone's important. You know, every game's important from now until the um, transfer window starts. And, and like you said, for morale as well, you know, I, I said on, on Monday, I think, you know, mentally, this is, uh, you know, we're, we're a fragile team, you know, very mentally weak. And um, even even Charlie Austin with his interview at, at the end of the Wimbledon game, you know, like it was only until towards the end he sort of perked up a bit. I think he realised he, sh he should be a bit more positive, but he just looked like a beaten man 
and sounded like a beaten man to begin with. And that's our, like, you know, pra- he's practically our captain and most senior player in the team. So, you know, it's um, it's not good. But the, it's, it's like with anything, wins breed confidence and 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 bring the morale back. So if we scrape a one nil shit house win tomorrow, then that could that you, you'd like to. It can change it. I doubt it probably will because we'll, we'll probably then end up getting beaten by Tranmere or something like that. So it's um, it, we need a good consistent run where we not not just you know win games, but we go undefeated and and and, and try and get build some momentum that'll be the best thing for morale both on and off the pitch and it will sort of you know like with anything it'll keep the fans you know a bit more the fans will be a bit less restless i, I was sort of liking to um to when we was under um richie wellens when he first took over from phil brown and we were in the shit and then we went on a run of form where we improved and it, that, that was the beginnings of the majority, uh, uh, well, not the majority, but a large portion of the fan base turning on the ownership. But because Richie Wellens turned it around and then we had that season with COVID and everything, people started to back off. And, and that's what happens. You know, it does give not just the players a break, but the regime for the want of a better word. So, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, how, how it play, plays out. I think for me, Two, two, two or three. We got we had two wins and a draw on the bounce, and you thought we'd turn the corner. There's you, you're not going to win every game. If we'd gone to Wimbledon and lost two one in a really tight game where we made an effort and we played okay or decent and lost, fair do you, you can accept that. The fact is, we got two wins and a draw in a row, and then we went to Wimbledon and we were god awful terrible and got hammered. That's where you, you you can take a defeat if we if we try, but just getting walked over up there and you know it could have been way worse than it was yeah. you can't that. but you know we can't win every game we know that we're not going to win every game but you can't go and lose four or five nil every game if you're going to lose lose with a bit of pride and, and at least try yeah that, that, it's the saying isn't it that there's a way to lose and and that isn't it um, Rich, I'm not sure if you saw me flash up the comment uh, a moment ago from, from Pete, uh, but uh, if ever there was something to waver any confidence that you might have, it's the advert report in the Barrow haven't won of the county ground since 1967. He's gone and said it now, isn't it? So, uh, uh, Gary, should we just not turn it? Should we just stay in the Merlin tomorrow? Just stay for the Stay in the pub, mate. Stay in the pub. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very tempted to now, mate. Because honestly, I I cannot go through like we had against Oldershaw again. Honestly, and that, that I I that's the genuine fear that I have going into tomorrow as well. I well, genuinely have that fear. Yeah, yeah. A, a, like an Oldershaw and Wimbledon combined, if that's even possible. Oh, um, my worry is we go a goal down early early doors, and then things really really start to play out in in, in a really again, bad way. Again, like we say, we've never won from going uh, a goal down this season. That's Fair that's day. the worrying. That's the worrying thing as well. We have to be the first, even if we don't win the that game. That can't be true. No, I think it's true. Well, Forest Green, surely. Or do you mean at home? Oh yeah. Well, well at home. Oh yeah, I forgot about Forest Green. Yeah, yeah, we did go one 0 down, didn't we? Um, I remember the stat. 
<laughs> yeah, fair play, fair play. Well, that's one game, and that was second game of the season. And yeah, from it's a at fucking home, long I, time ago, that and it feels like a long time ago as well. It feels like it. Yeah, no, it feels like a long time ago. Fair enough. Um, but even still, that's still very worrying, though. That's I, I think that. I think we could take that stat with a pinch of salt. Remember, Barrow yeah. spent 30-plus years in non-league. And yeah. you know, I, I don't think from 1967, before they fell out of the league, I, I don't even think we, um, we we were in the same division as them all the time. So, I, yeah, I, I would... It's like would taking take the stat saying that we've ne- we never lost at Wembley before we played Millwall. Yeah, 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 exactly. Not, yeah. Not yeah. For many years now, with respect, we fear them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's redundant, but still, I'd like to say it is worrying, though. And especially going into the game tomorrow, it makes me even more fearful considering the result that we had last week. So, yeah, I don't know. But uh, like I say, we knew, we just need and it's do you know what? It's really annoying to say we need another Mansfield, but we do because I have no uh, I have no faith that we're going to go out there and absolutely outplay them tomorrow. Um, we need another scrappy win to oh, literally win. just get us over. By, by hook or by crook, a 1 0 win off someone's backside. Yeah, don't yeah, care. Take. Don't care. But because that's, that's it, it, a 3 that, or 4 0 defeat at home and things get toxic quickly. The, yeah. the, the fact that I'm even saying that, though, makes me cringe because I, I hate saying that. The fact that we have to, at home as well, uh, we have to scrape a 1 0 win just to keep whatever it is intact for the next game against Tramir, where I have absolutely zero confidence that we're going to win. Let's uh, get we to January. Never right Tramir. Get to January. So we've got, we've got, we've got, a whole game we just got, we, it is literally just getting to January now and pulling whatever kind of results we can get out. I don't care if they're scrappy. The problem is though, I have no confidence going into January considering everything that's happening off the pitch. So, well, uh, I can confirm, uh, courtesy of the arguably the greatest resource available to any Swindon Town fan, uh, the magnificent website that is swindon-town-fc.co.uk. Um, I've fact-checked your point, Craig, just to be sure. And, uh, and you are correct. We have played Barrow eight times in our history. Uh, twice in 67, twice in 69, and then not again until December 2021. So the last time, uh, we have played them four times at the county ground. They have only won once. That was in 1967. Uh, We won the games in 69, 22, and then drew in April of this year. Uh, So yes, although they haven't won there, they've also only lost once in that, what, 50-year period as well. So uh, you can take that fact very much with a pinch of salt. Um, and, and didn't we draw with them at home last season as well? Yes, that, that was the April game, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah. Um, so there we go. Uh, Craig, as always, just knowing knowing the stats. Uh, and well, fighting I, very quickly fact-checking them. I'll I tell you why I know, because um, Barrow was one of my football managers saved, so I did a lot of research in, into Barrow, so that's yeah. probably why, because I'm a sad wanker, so, yeah. <laughs> um, ben, trying to, to feed the confidence by saying, lads, we win Saturday, we've won three and four, not five defeats on the spin. Um, ben, I... Mm, 
you you, you choose to look at it through those through those rose tinted glasses. I'm I'm not as convinced as you are that uh, HMS Piss the League is firmly on uh, set sail again. Oh, Ben's um, back in the positivity train, isn't he? <laughs> isn't he just? Uh, yeah. uh, hey, uh, Evening H, who says, before we get to January, we have some big relegation six-pointers to play. Brackets, FGR and Tramia. Uh, it's an excellent point. Um, Ben's yeah. like, ben, ben saying, lads, we win, Sat, we've won three and four, not five. It's like saying we've won out, won, won out of two and we've won 50% of our games. Like... <laughs> People can use statistics to prove anything, Rich. Seventy-five percent of all people know that. So, yeah. <laughs> How, statistically, I could say we're the most consistent Swindon Town output with our two live streams a week, but uh, it doesn't make it factually accurate when you consider the job that OSC and uh, LSP have been doing for years before we even rocked up on the scene, does it? Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sound trauma saying, have Barrow been playing training games against Ducks this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that pitch got flooded, didn't it? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Good. It always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, let's get some predictions good. before oh, we God. start talking about some of the other features. Uh, Craig, you were the only one not to grimace when I said that, so I'll start with you. What, what was it again? Sorry? A score prediction, please. Oh, score prediction. Sorry. Um, um, yeah, I'm gonna go um, Barrow to win two 0 Okay, Rich. I stupidly put us to win last week. I have no idea why. I'd probably put a couple of. I probably had a couple of drinks by the time I sent the response. Um, so I'm definitely. Don't saying, sound like you. Yeah, I know. Say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, uh, I'll try and be different to Craig. I'm gonna say. 3-1. I, th- I think we might break him down. I think we might score, but I still think we'll lose tomorrow. Okay, so 3-1 to Barrow. Uh, Gary? 2-1 two, two to Barrow. 2-1 <laughs> to Barrow. Rob saying 7-2 Barrow. Sean and Elliot both saying 3-1 Barrow. Sam Trauma saying 1-0 Barrow. There is a real lack of confidence among the fan base right now, which is not ideal. I can't imagine um, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprises me. I'm going to go for a one-all draw. Um, I think one-all draw. Uh, London Crooner, evening. Who's gone two-four to Barrow? Uh, so still, I'm the only person to officially say, yeah, thank you, John. J- John, John's backing me as well. Uh, John going for one-all. Uh, Harvey. Uh, apparently, Harvey's the first one to do it. Uh, Twitter chat does now work. I can flash up Twitter chat comments. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Harvey. Um, so yes, lots of lots of defeats being predicted, which isn't ideal. Um, but there we go. Let's uh, let me go back up the chat then to the comment that I didn't flash up. Um, uh, how far back do I need to go? Um, so it was to do with the Boxing Day game. Here it is from Elliot. Oh yeah. Uh, could you possibly share your thoughts on the Boxing Day protests circulating? Um, so I will well, ask gonna... you all your, your thoughts on this. Um, if I can just sort of state my position on it. I think fans of every club up and down the country have every right to to speak with their pockets, to speak with their wallets, to speak with their feet and speak with their voices if they don't believe that what is happening at their club is right for their club. 
Um, I don't necessarily agree with things that could ultimately lend the club in further trouble in terms of match day disruption. So when I see things about, oh, let's join this growing trend of throwing tennis balls on the pitch, that's not for me. That That's not me. Uh, I would rather stand there for 90 minutes and chant anti-Clem chants, anti-Hall chants, anti-Trust chants if you want to. Um you know, sack the board, we want Clemmer, anything like that to, to get your point across. But ultimately, if you're going to disturb a match day, then we're only going to get fined again because the EFL love to fucking fine us. So and we, mm. we want a competitive January budget and we're being fined left, right and centre for X, Y and Z things. The last thing we need is the fans getting us fined as well. And so that's my opinion on it. Yeah. Um let, let me, uh, well, I'm sure Craig has plenty to say on this. So I'm going to start with Gary and work my way around to Craig. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm all up for, a, for a, a, a demo behind the Arkle stand after the game. That's, that's like the old, good old days. We'll get around there and see, do some chants and give, give, it, give it the way to the, to the board. Uh, yeah, but I, I agree with you, Fife. I, I'm not one for throwing things on the pitches and, and doing that. There's ways you can hit the, the club better than that by not turning up. Leaving early, uh, don't buy whatever merchandise. Uh, th- there's ways you can make your, your feelings felt. That's I think more constructive and hurts the the club in other ways rather than like you say, we get a fine, we lose budget, we lose money, and they'll just turn around and say we can't buy you players now because you've messed up our uh, budget. Um, so uh, there are other ways. I do, do a walkout protest, and, and you know I've seen people walking down with coffins and stuff. I don't see whether that quite that point yet, but you know, there are ways you can make protests seen and heard. The media will follow it, the advert and all those things will pick up on it if that's going to happen. Um, so it won't get hidden. But yeah, I, I'm like you, I'm not a fan. Turn, turn your back on the game, Any, anything you want to do in the stands, shout, chant, mm. whatever, flags, banners, absolutely fine. Things on, on the pitch doesn't, I don't think it's a good idea, but I get people want to do things in different ways, but not for me. Rich? Yeah, I just, I just don't, th- I just don't know where it's going to get you by throwing tennis balls. I, I have seen it before. I have seen um, clubs. Um, I think, I think Derby had it when, when they were going through some troubles. Um, and I think uh, for, for me personally, um, with Ireland, um, I know one of their games um, because uh, chairman of the FAI or whatever it was. Um, so I have seen it happen before, um, but I just don't know where it's got you. I just don't know where it's going to get you, uh, except for more fines, like you say, Fifey. And um, yeah, I, I completely agree with both of you, both you and Gary, that I think there's certainly more ways of, uh, if if you're unhappy with what's going on upstairs, you know, chants, banners, all sorts. I still don't think that's going to get you very far. Because at the end of the day, the ball's still in Clem's court. He's the one that owns our club. Um, the majority. The one... Yeah, well, majority uh, shareholder anyway. <laughs> yeah, good save there, Gary. Um, and it, he's, well, he's the one that's, so say, got the money. I mean, so far, I'm still yet to see any um, really going into the club. But having said that, you know, he he. At the end of the day, he owns control. So, and I don't think he's going to be faced by this. Why would he? Why should he? Well, of course he's not, because ultimately he's just going to find another 
um, Australian magazine thinking we won't hear about it and just badmouth us all. So Clearly, clearly. I'd love him to offer FRI out for a fight because we've got some big units in our, amongst our ranks. Yeah. Just get him on the pod, mate, and we'll just absolutely <laughs> grill him. Clem uh, knows day. he is more than welcome to appear. He There is not a hope in hell he will ever, ever <laughs> come on. No. Don't think he'll ever step foot on Falls Russian. I, I, could, I could offer to pay him to come on, and he still wouldn't come on. To be fair, we could uh, take up Anthony Hall's offer and go into his office. And, uh, <laughs> we all just rock up. up we could do a live show from there. Yeah. Live streamers are rocking up to his office. <laughs> Literally. I mean, Anthony Hall's put the uh, the invite out. Might as well take it. Clem won't be in the ground anyway after time. We do a protest. He's not there after time anyway. No, no, very yeah. true. Um, Craig, your thoughts on a potential protest against Wrexham? Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's it's about the, the method, isn't it? I, I, I mean, we, it's a false comparison to compare our situation with Reading. Reading's a lot more dire situation than what we are in at the moment. So I'm not against throwing tennis balls on the pitch, nor but it has to be at a certain point if we're even further in the shit than what we are now then you know that's you, you go you make more drastic measures i understand what you guys are saying about it's pointless doing this it's pointless doing that but if you don't do anything then nothing will change let's get this right you, you know disruption is the best way non-violent disruption is the best way of getting media attention and and also sending a message to to the club so you know I, i'm not against it but the issue that you have, and, and I'm going to go back to Reading quite a few, because I worked in Reading for 20 plus years. A, a lot of my friends are Reading supporters and a lot of them have been getting pissed off with the tennis balls being thrown on the pitch because um, twice it's happened. And then after the, after the tennis balls have been taken off twice, the opposition have gone on and scored and the campaign group and the people involved are getting the blame. So what happens is, you get two sets of fans turning against each other. And if you're going to do a protest, like Gary said, Gary came up with some really good examples there. At a certain stage, you need to be united as a fan base. Because if you're divided, then it's it's always going to be it's always going to be a struggle. And that's what the ownership would want. That's what somebody like Clem and um and and, and Mr. Hall would 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 want if if we went straight in with with tennis balls on, on the pitch. Which I don't think we're there yet. You know, Gary said about coughing and protesting behind the arcos. It's all good idea. Um, you know, either turning your backs or leaving your seats at a certain minute of the game, time it to to leave, and you, you know things like that. There's so many ways of doing it at this stage. Um, but I think you know, but I wouldn't rule out throwing tennis balls on the pitch. I, I think, but there's a time and a place for that, and I just don't think we're quite there at, at the moment. I'll tell you a, a story about. Um, under Lee Power, um, when um, I, I was part of the group, the so-called protest group, and um, we looked at that because it was Charlton, I think, originally who did the tennis balls on the pitch. And this was in the first season when Richie Wellens took over from Phil Brown. And we were talking about it. We had a couple of meetings and stuff like that. And, um, you know, these, these were people, none of us knew each other. We just knew each other through social media. But there was about, there was about 40 of us who, you know, wanted to do something to protest against Lee Power and how he was dragging our club through the dirt. Very similar, you know, to how Clem is um, at the moment. 
And um, but we said, you know, the team's doing well now. If we um, if if we you know check tennis balls and then the team starts doing badly, we'll get the the backlash. You know, so you know it's it's something you, you know it's something to think about that if you know if you do disrupt the game and then we end up losing again, you the, the people involved could end up taking the blame, and then you again you've got two sets of fans. Um, against each other. Sorry, did I, I go? Yeah, you just cut out and jump straight back in again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. So um, I, I, I think you know, it, I, I think we should do something, but I think the tennis balls on the pitch at the moment is is it's not quite needed, and um, you know, we can do something else. Maybe like, like maybe like was it sound trauma? Was saying maybe come up with something a bit more original. Um, that's unique that would get more media attention because it's something different. That's a perfectly valid valid point. So, so I yeah, think the, I think for me, is we've got to wait. We, we're not quite at this position where we are that stage. I think we need to give it till January. I think we need to see where we go. If we are, if if for some other reason, Clem managed to pull some rabbits out of hats and he managed to back us and and get some players sign Young, sign Ken, whatever. We can then go. Well, okay, you, you've you've got another tick in in the, in the box, and you maybe turn things around. Fair enough. But if results haven't already gone away, and we're starting to fall away from the playoffs, if then the January transfer window is a mess, which I'm expecting it to be, if I'm honest, it's going to be a mess, and we come out weaker than we were, then I think as a fan base, we have to start looking at options. We can't do this whole. We can't. We can't be split any longer. Then we have to go. Now is our chance to 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 do something. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Gary. If, you know, we can't let apathy set in. You've got to. We've got to do something. We've got to protest. We've got to let our voices be. You know, be heard at the end of the day because apathy will kill this club if we allow it to. If we allow it to set in. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, let me go completely away now um to a different topic that was that I'm kind of bringing in based on Gary's previous comments um you mentioned there about January transfer window and seeing what Clem can do and if he magically finds the means and wherewithal to actually back Flynn and back the team uh I'll start with you Gary can I ask you about Flynn's comments earlier this week that he's been working hard on the January targets and they're going to be as good if not better than what we already have We've heard that with the with the, the free signings early on the season. I've been working on these targets. I'm still going to sign some players, three or four needed. They never materialised. They never came in. For whatever reason, we'll, we, we were never privy to find out. But those players never came We got Kokona in somehow, somewhere. He, he appeared out of nowhere. But apart from that, nothing else materialised. And he said we were looking at targets. We're talking to targets. We're looking at free agents. You know, we're, we're examining our, all our options. But... They never materialised for whatever reason that was, whether it was budget, whether it was, uh, I don't know. But so I'm not envisioning that that he that he may be looking at targets as a professional foot manager. I expect him to be looking at targets. I'm not sure those will materialise now because I think whatever he's he's planning, the plug will be pulled on him. Okay, uh, Rich, what's your thoughts on uh, on potential transfer targets in January? 
I, I think, you know, we've got two players there that need to sign. We need, we just need to sign them, but we won't. And this is the thing. But, um, you know, uh, who's who's our guy that's looking after recruitment again? It's the it was the youth youth guy. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Russell. Russell, yeah, him. You know, so uh, and I I believe he's got good contacts. But again, we've we've got to be ruthless. We, Flynn, we to be fair, Flynn must have his fair a fair dossier of contacts. Uh, but he's leaked. He's all been leaked too, though, hasn't he? He, he, That's where he, we are. Always... We are a League Two team. No, I know, but we've got to be ambitious. Like we've got. To... I know. I know. We're only what <laughs> three years. We are in three years. Three years. Three years. Rich. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck. I forgot about that. The, the change of the roadmap. The change to the roadmap. Yeah. It's not. It's not the championship in five years. Now it's League One in three years. So um, you know, I I hope they've republished that. Um, I haven't seen uh, the republished roadmap actually. With crayons no. all over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big X in the championship <laughs> to five years. Um, no, but you know, I, well, what else? What else? We might as well just get relegated. <laughs> Fucking out, Rich. We might as well do. But what's we the might point, as though? well get what's relegated. The, what's, the, what's the point, though? If you're not going to bring in any decent players, I'm sorry, but there's no players that are on a free agent that are going to improve our squad right now. There, there's none. And let's face it, let's be really honest, that is all we're going to be going for. We are not going to be putting out for transfer fees for any from any team right now. I mean, like, if we can't even couldn't even afford Jake Young, I mean, let's be honest, he... He played for Barrow last season, played 18 games and scored, I think. I don't know if he even scored. Um, didn't get in at Bradford. I mean, that was the perfect idea. I know he just signed a three-year deal, but that was an ideal opportunity while his uh, price was low to go yeah, right but... in. He's now, he's now played for us, scored however many goals, 16 goals in all competitions. And now, now where are we? Yeah, but in a in an attempt to, to try and be fair here and in an attempt for balance, there's a reason we were able to get Young and it's because he didn't have a great scoring record and he wasn't getting in at Bradford. If he had a great scoring record and was getting in at Bradford, we wouldn't have him. So, But why are we going for him, though? Why why are we going for him if 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 that's the case? I because mean, he's probably and I, and I and I don't want to sound disrespectful. He's probably all we could afford at the time, and we've actually got a bit lucky with the outcome. But we can't. But, yeah. but we can't afford him because I'm assuming. Well, we're pr probably not paying all of his. Well, even if it is his wages, he's probably only on about a grand or two a week. Like, let's be real here. I mean. Let me put it another way. Let me put it another way. If he had scored 20 goals for Barrow yeah. or even was at Bradford and had knocked in 30 goals in the last two seasons, do you think they would have here. happily loaned him out to Swindon? No, he, he wouldn't be here. No. So, so we've got fortunate with the output and it's because of potentially as much luck than judgment in what, on one hand, but equally, perhaps we just had the right players to... Um, but why did bring forth why, his talents? Why, why did MK Dons loan us Dan Kemp? I mean, he had a great end to the season. I mean, he was Hartlepool's only fucking saviour last season. Yeah. Potential saviour. Again, though, and... he was loaned out because they didn't view him as part of the plans. Now, there's also the rumour about money being owed to us and that being part of the deal, potentially. Yes, that, that might be a factor. But, again, he's a player that the then-manager didn't view as integral to his first-team plans. So, so 
Well, yes, but are you going to buy a player who isn't wanted by another club in your same league? I mean, they've obviously come down. They 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 strengthened very very well, um, but they loaned Jack Payne in. They let Dan Kem come to us, but then they they loaned Jack Payne. In. Like it just didn't make any sense. But now they've got the new manager in, and obviously the new manager's obviously gonna you know he's he's more than likely he's gonna recall him back now. But it's obviously not worked out for Jack Payne either, has it? So I, I, I don't know, to be quite honest with you. And I, I genuinely, I have no no faith or no hope that we're going to get any any decent players in, in January. I'm, I'm really, I'm struggling to even think that we'd even be linked with any players. But we've got to be ruthless, though. We've got to be first in, um, first, first day of January. We should already have our targets and we just need to go with them. Because let's face it, January is a short month. It's, it's, it won't it's, be the first of January, will it, Rich? We know for a while that it'll be the middle to late end of January. We'll be signing our players. By that point, I mean, we would have sold maybe one or two. The loans would have gone back. We we arguably, yeah. potentially, could need... Bear in mind, we all said we need four four players, at least maybe five, before we lose the players. We sell a couple, one or two maybe. We lose the loans. I argue we could be needing eight... Ten, eleven players. Nine, ten yeah. players. yeah. And uh, I mean, because like I said, we had the whole of the summer, but the whole of the summer to get our team together, to get our shit together, and actually have a good competitive team. And the players never we came couldn't in there. even do that. And then, and then, and then he talked about these free transfers for weeks and weeks of end, and they never appeared either. Bar I mean, let's be, uh, let's be honest. Also, as well, we if say let's flash back to earlier this year in January. How long did it take us to? Uh, I know I understand there was other legalities in place and all that with Scott Lindsay going and all that kind of shit. But still it took us three weeks, three weeks to a uh, three, almost four weeks to appoint a manager. And um, Kinsella was in the club for months. We knew yeah, that. exactly. And we didn't even it. announce him. So we didn't even announce him. Yeah. We, and this is why I've got no, no hope at all about, us signing any players and especially all the shit that's been coming out in the club the last couple of weeks Anthony Hall as CEO fills me with absolutely zero confidence that we're going to operate any differently as to what we have been doing over the last year and a half at least Sandra had a spreadsheet and where did that get us fucking nowhere pretty much where we are now Absolutely shambles. It is honestly, and at this least we is didn't why. Get games then. <laughs> I mean, it's okay though because you know Young scored sixteen goals this season so far. But what hope is that going to have to us after January? Well, after after second of January, because we all know he's going back after that Crawley game. So it's it 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 it's so it's so hard to really even pinpoint where we're even going to start and um I, I truly truly do worry for us now and something's got to change upstairs otherwise it's just going to be another shit show and it's going to be another real real torrid toxic month for us and if if they don't get a signing in the first week of january I, I, I don't even I don't even know where we're going to start. I don't even know what we're going to do. I don't even know what's going to happen. Our, our, fan base on, our fan base on Twitter is just going to be absolutely fucking toxic.
It's um, not and it and so, it's scary. It's scary. It is scary. So Ben's just asked in the chat, can they play against Crawley? Has this been confirmed? So I was actually I talking. I'm just, I was I'm talking just to Liam course. about this in the middle of the week, and neither of us are a hundred percent okay with the rules. My understanding is the likes of Bradford and MK Dons, they can't put the recall in until the 1st of January. But if they do it on the 1st of January, the players then aren't allowed to play on the 1st of January. Um, so I don't believe either of them will be available. No, they won't be. Because you can't imagine why, why would they be? They're going to not be let them play an extra game and get the risk of getting injured if they want well, to back exactly. them. Oh, I could be wrong. True. Yeah, that's a fair point, actually, Gary. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Um, Jason has asked, uh, nice, thank you everyone for sending your questions in. We're getting for as many as we possibly can. Will the fans form in January actually happen? So I went on record oh, shit, the that. day, the day of the hall interview, I said Clem does not come, nope. and that forum does not happen. Nope. Uh, and I know a few other fans have said that. Um does anyone think that fans forum goes ahead as planned? No, no. I, particularly, particularly if if we, the January transfer weekend starts really bad again, and those players go, already the pressure will be on. He's not going to come and face those answers with everything else bubbling on in that in the background. It's not. No. He was he was ra he was rattled on uh, at the last forum that he came to in in September. Hall was rattled just through. What was quite, you know, that they were good questions that that Vic, um, you know, gave gave to him and everything. But he he didn't bloody, you know, have him, you know, he didn't, you know, it, it wasn't that bad of a line of questioning, and, and he was rattled. They both get rattled too easily. There's no way they're going to come to a fans forum in January unless it's a sanitised one where they get to control the questions like like they do with the advisory board minutes. At the, uh, at the end of the day, they just want to hide now. And, you know, Clem hit at the at the last forum in August where the whole thing about the shares thing came out, um, you know, and told Rob Angus to say, oh, yeah, um, it's just an admin error, you know, and it's <laughs> it's 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 that getting admin error. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's getting beyond a bit of a joke now. And I, I, I think. Clem's literally just got to face it, be honest, and you know, put a, if he just comes out now, if he comes out in January and holds his hands up and says, "Listen, I've made mistakes. I haven't got the money to um, keep this club going the way it is. Um, it was an act of misjudgment. I tried to save the club as it was when it was when Lee Power was running it into the ground." I'm going to hold my hands up and I'm going to try and sell the club. Well, putting honesty there. I I'm asking a lot. I'm asking a lot from from a guy to literally come out and just say that. But it it's got to happen. It has to no. happen. Either that, <laughs> either that, either that, or be honest with us about the damn fucking shares. Uh, not shares. Um, the annual accounts. But the thing because is, obviously the trust can't get the bloody answers. But the thing is, though, well, he, well, he does I, say. Let, let's let's not get ahead because that that's next. Where we're going to do that okay. whole thing okay. next. Okay. 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 Um, so I, I don't want to I don't want to get too far ahead. No, fair enough. Fair enough. But the January thing will all depend on a where we are starting with a transfer window, where we are in the league by that point. Because let's be honest, we could be cut adrift by the playoffs by that point. So the the fan base could could be bubbling up even worse by that point. 
What is the date for that forum as well, by the way? Do we know? It's middle of Jan, isn't it? Is it middle so... of Jan? Okay. I'm pretty sure it's middle of Jan. I'm, I'm sure there's there's plenty of people watching who will have it firmly in their brain when it is. But... I don't think they've said January. They said January, didn't they? It's definitely January. I'm not sure the date, if it has been confirmed or not. Are we hosting live, are we, doing that one? Us? Yeah. Are we uh, live streaming it? I mean, if if they if they want us to, I'm sure we can we can work it out that we live stream it, or or we can even offer we could do the old school alt comms on it. We we could do that thing where do you remember on Mock the Week where uh, Hugh Dennis would say what was being said and Frankie Boyle would say what that actually means. Uh, we we can play the part of Frankie Boyle in that sense of what's yeah. what's actually being said. Um, just give me the um, just give me the login details for the Twitter, mate. I'll go and I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll we're on it. Day by day updates, <laughs> minute by minute updates. Might just record it. So before we get on to to other matters, uh, let's just have a look at what is going on around the town at the moment. And firstly, uh, I'd like to thank everyone who's been getting involved in our social media giveaway. Our our twelve days of Fool'smas has, has started. Uh, first couple of prizes uh, or gifts have already been allocated out and they're, they're on their way to the recipients. Uh, you're never sure how these things are going to go. So I really do appreciate everyone who's got involved and has shared and has said that if they win, they're not even keeping it. They're giving it to someone else. Uh, the whole hope of what we were trying to achieve with the 12 Days of Fools was, was just to, to spread a bit of Christmas cheer uh, and let's face it, we, we, even at the moment, we're seeing messages coming in on social media saying club stores out of stock of this. You can't get this. You can't do that. And it's nice that you've got people like OSC and ourselves who are doing these kind of things. So we appreciate the kind feedback. Um, we're very thankful for the kind feedback. We, we appreciate the fact that you're liking the efforts being made. And there are still eight more days. So if you haven't... Uh, if you haven't managed to be fortunate enough to get anything so far, keep your eyes peeled on our Facebook and X pages as there is still plenty more gifts to give away between now and Christmas. Uh, looking around the grounds this weekend, um, Highworth play uh, Hereford. They're at, that's at home. Uh, Swindon Supermarine travel okay. to Gosport. Um, and then it's County Cup weekend in women's football um we'll we'll touch on bassett in just a minute uh with rich um obviously we had the the extended episode on monday where we got a bit a uh, bit more in depth on that but we definitely want to plug that uh swindon town women there away at melksham uh this weekend i presume that's the same competition rich yep it is yeah yeah same competition so that's counter cup so swindon town women away at melksham and then as we said on monday uh, Bassett are at home. They host Westbury, um, and it's the game that uh, that you obviously, uh, as Woody uh, and yourself mentioned on Monday, all proceeds. So this isn't just profits made. All proceeds from ticket sales, etc., all going towards uh, the charity shelter. So uh, hopeful of of getting a, a good crowd and a good game, Rich. Yeah, absolutely. If you can make it on uh, on Sunday um, to Wharton Bassett Football Club, um, it would be it'd be brilliant to obviously see many faces. Um, if you've got nothing else to do, um, and yeah, like like you said, uh, yeah, all proceeds are going to uh, Shelter, which is obviously a fantastic charity. 
and um yeah it's it, hopefully it'll be a good day hopefully we'll get um decent weather for it as well so um yeah it'd be it'd be it'd be absolutely fantastic and um watch the the bass proceed to the to the next round so um millie and Bryony did a, a fantastic job on uh, on monday coming on so um if obviously you haven't seen that episode yet do go back and watch it because um they speak uh really open and honest and um yeah they're just uh brilliant content so um yeah <laughs> Well, speaking of open eyes, we obviously, we normally log into to these things sort of 20 minutes before the show starts. And we always have a, usually a banterful conversation, etc. And And you were very open honest about your hopes for the County Cup. Um, and, and if you don't mind, I'll ask you to, to share them live because you were saying cup runs generally mean a lot to you. And, and you, you've been focusing and you've been waiting for this game. Yeah, obviously, the uh this being my first season, you know, um, obviously I'm, I'm seeing all the uh, different uh, competitions that we're in and um, having the buzz of the FA Cup was always, always fantastic and uh, something I really, really enjoyed um, seeing happen. And obviously with the County Cup, um, you know, it, it's another competition where we know we can do well. Uh, the Bassett got to the, the final last year uh, and lost to to Warminster, so really that's, that's something that's something really for us to really push and stride for now, to try and make that um, make that a win and hopefully bring back the county cup because I think that'd just be absolutely fantastic uh, for the club, um, especially uh, when we're going for um, the league title as well. Um, so. You know, it'd be brilliant to potentially do the double. We're not, we're not running though. Uh, you know, uh, before we can walk, we know we've got some tough games coming up, and um, we're not. Uh, we definitely won't take Westbury lightly. We don't really know an awful lot about them, uh, apart from that they are in the league below us. Um, so you know, we're we're taking every sort of potential thing that can happen and we're we're going to go out with the strongest team as uh we possibly can for for the game so um course, yeah it'd be re really really exciting and if i remember correctly it was either yourself or woody said that the uh the carrot is being dangled as well that the likelihood is well the, the draw's been made and the likelihood yeah. is that that should you win you play swindon yeah. in the next round yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, that'd be it. Um, I, th I think that's a way as well, that tie as well for, for Bassett. So, um, yeah. And I, I think that also gives, uh, bearing in mind, we have brought in a few players um, that left Swindon last year into, into the team. But also, um, I, I think that's something to stride for. Obviously, Swindon are in tier four, so they're two divisions above us. Um and you know, I think that's an extra motivation as well. But I don't, I don't think it, it's certainly not somebody that we wanted so early in the competition. But I haven't said that though. Um, we've got to take be each the best. Game you've got to beat the best. Exactly, and we've got to take each game as it comes. And if that is what happens, that we do play Swindon in the next round, um, then bring it on really and um yeah i hope hopefully hopefully that hopefully that is the tie but again we've still got Westbury first and we we've we've got to uh we've got to beat them first so um fingers crossed for a good result on sunday and then we can start looking forward to into that game that will be i believe at the end of january so um yeah 
Yeah, really excited. Of course, we send best wishes to the weekend to to Bassett, to Swindon Town Women, to Highworth, and to Swindon Supermarine, uh, and to all the other local sides as well. I'd probably rather go to that Highworth and Hereford game tomorrow. That sounds freaking amazing. (laughs) Paul Caddis in the dugout. Paul Caddis in the dugout. Adam Rooney playing on the the Highworth pitch. One other, uh, one other little note. Uh, we mentioned it in the uh, in the intro, of course. But congratulations again to Swindon Academy, who beat Luton tonight. And uh, if if I remember rightly, and I believe there was a comment earlier which confirmed my my theory, it means that when the draw, well, the draw's already been made, and it means that Swindon Town will either play Derby or Man United in the next round. Uh, so uh, huge congratulations to them, and uh, a big challenge awaits. That is for sure. Uh, we have the shenanigans of the last 48 hours to discuss, and I'm pleased to say getting himself off of the off of the injury bed and uh, onto the suspension time for the second half, so to speak. Uh, good evening, Ben. Evening, lads. How are we doing? So I was going to have the night off tonight because I'm shattered, but I actually want to have a little chat about this board thing. Um, and your enthralling conversation tonight has woken me up and given me vigorous energy to... Chat STFC. Vigorous so, energy. Vigorous energy. Just can't help himself. Just can't help himself. So let's let's yeah. kind of <laughs> a, what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll kind of do a rundown as I understand it, uh, and then I will open it up to Craig first because that's all anyone wants to listen to on this kind of thing, and then the rest of us could get involved. So two days ago, uh, breaking news through, through the club's website: the Swindon Town and Clemore Thuney have been charged by the EFL for a number of breaches. Um, now, this comes off... The, this isn't new information to us. We knew this and we were probably expecting this, but it was the official announcement that those charges had been made. Uh, while this is going on, this is still set against the sour backdrop of the Hall interview and the subsequent silence and non-existence of the trust on all matters relating to things going on off the pitch. Then today, the Trust awoke from their slumber and really read the room well, with arguably the worst possible statement since their last one. Um, uh, I really don't know. And and again, I I don't want to criticise too harshly because I know that they're fans like us. I know that they're sort of elected, but equally no one else wanted it. Um, so they were kind of the only people who's put their names forward to do it. Um, and I know they're volunteers. This isn't their job. But equally, it just wasn't very good. And a lot of angst towards the trust at the moment from a large section of the fan base, um, which which is sad to see, but completely understandable. And then when you're getting... When you're getting messages... I'm going to read you a message that we received in the... Let's call it the mailbag today. Uh, a message that, that we've received. Um, it's a pile of shite. How do they all continue to get away with this? According to Hall, we didn't even have a set of management accounts until he came along. If that's the case, how does anyone fucking know what money there is or is in any way? These errors aren't even football-related errors. They are business ones. If January turns out to be a shit show, it's going to be a toxic mess. Um, Craig, I think that very articulately sums up where we are, doesn't it? Good God, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, I mean, when I heard the, you know, the news of first of all about the, you know, the the points, um, uh, not the points, sorry, the um, 
the charges against Clem and, and the club, like you said, we knew it was coming, didn't we? You know, so it wasn't too much of a surprise. But I don't know about you guys, but when it did come, it kind of I, I felt like I felt um, during when we um, got demoted. Um, it felt like the time when we went through the the, the administrations and um, when Andrew Black withdrew his funds and the dying months of Lee Powers um, regime. So it's you know it's, it's not a nice feeling and we shouldn't we shouldn't be here. So oh sorry, I've got been into it. You right? Um, yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah, I'll put this phone in a minute. Okay, all right. Sorry, quality parent in there. I was supposed to put you to bed. Yeah. So. Oh, let me finish my run and then I'll put you to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they, they're never asleep before 11 o'clock anyway. So, um, but yeah, um, with, um, when it comes to the trust and, and that um, thing this morning, as you guys knew, I, I was absolutely raging. Well, you asked me to fire up the laptop hours ago. Yeah, yeah. But now, just sort of like now that I've calmed down, just more exasperated, to be honest, and you know, just you know, extremely disappointed in their in in their response. Um, I really hoped that they would do better than what they have done recently. Um, but the sad thing is, I'm not really surprised. You know, when I think about it with their their response, um, all, all they've done is just kick the can down the road. That's all they've done. Maybe they've done it to get the fans and the club off their back by doing it that way. I I don't know. But it, yeah, it, it hasn't worked. And um, you know, if they can't comment on specific parts of the accounts, then 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 just say that. Just say that. Communicate. But they haven't that. said anything about the account. I know, but this is what I mean. They're not communicating properly. You, you know, we, we say about the um, you know the the you know about P, um, public relations with the club. I think the trust need to have a look at their public relations as well because it's just absolutely dire. It's, it's like they're trying to have a hold my beer moment with the club. Um, I've seen you know a lot of people are on about cancelling their membership, and I'm seriously considering it now. The only thing that I'm trying to hold out for is for the AGM, which I think is in February, and hoping that somebody will stand forward and. We, we we have a different different approach, a more aggressive approach. But um, you know that you know that that might just be me clutching you know clutching at straws. And um, you know if and, and the thing is, if you want change to happen, you have to change it from the inside. Don't set up rival supporters groups and stuff like that, because that's what happened at Bury, and that delayed them getting that you know getting their ground sorted and 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 everything else. Um, the, the, the thing is, 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 is the, the, the trust have said that they are a critical friend of the club. Well, I think it's very clear now that they're not. They are more they're like a friend. No, they're, they're not. They're, they're not a critical friend. They are a willing accomplice. That's what they are now, as far as I'm concerned. Friends you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except they're not. They're not the benefits. Yeah, they're not even getting any benefits out of it. But, um, but they're, they're too close to the regime. They always have been since Clem took over, I'm afraid. And and their, their integrity is, um, is, is out of the window. Um, you know, they're, they're just too cautious. They're too complicit. Um, they, they, they tiptoe around the club. We, we don't, ex you know, we know that they've got a difficult balancing act. They can't totally alienate the club, but 
they're the voice of the fans, whether you pay your membership or not. They're the voice of the fans. And the voice of the fans at the moment is pretty loud. I'm not saying I'm talking for everyone. There are people who are happy with the regime. And, you know, if that's how you feel, then then fair enough. But I just want them to do better. I just want them to do better. But I've been saying this for about six months now. I want them to do better. And you sort of this is your think Iron about Man moment. Sorry? This is your Iron Man moment from the Spider-Man film. The, the trust to play the part of Spider-Man where they're looking at you, Craig, and going, we just want it to be like you. And you're like, I wanted you to be better. Oh, Christ, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't watch Marvel films, so I'll take your word for that. But I think I've seen the meme. I think there's a few memes with, with, with that. But it's, it's like, you know, they say that they're a critical friend. Well, if you're a friend, if you're a real friend in, in life... And you would, and your friends being an arsehole, or they're being out of order, or they're being a dick. You tell them, don't you? You don't tell them what they want to hear. Well, and this you is guys what, tell me daily. Well, we all tell each other daily. That's why we get on so well, <laughs> don't we? That's us. You know. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, our group's called "Stop Being a Dick." <laughs> <laughs> but that's in all seriousness. This is what the trust have to do, and and but they won't do it. Like like um. No, I, I couldn't. I, 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 you know, I'm flattered that you would think so, Ben. If you're serious, but um, I, I, you know, I mentally, I, I just wouldn't be able. It wouldn't be good for my health. But um, you'd be vice chair to Mark. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, just give me, give me control of the social media. I, I will, I will bloody run riot on them. Oh well, definitely. <laughs> oh, um, it could be amazing. <laughs> but, um, but. Clearly, I, I think, and this is just my opinion, I've got no insight into it, but I think that after um, Anthony Hall's, um, you know, interview and everything, I think the club have bullied the trust into this position because that, that statement just didn't answer anything. It was like, I mean, the Twitter comments were brilliant. You know, it was like one, one person said it, it was as useful as, as, as tits on a fish, you know, so, uh, which, which just about... Just about sums it up. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the, the trust needs to do to, to do better. They need to be more aggressive. They need to be more assertive. And just please hold this club to account. Do what you, you, you're doing. I know it's a difficult job. I know it's a thankless job. But please, you know, the, the, we, you we're going to... But it's not, because if they did what the majority of the fan base wanted, they, the fan base uh, would be quite thankful. Yeah, but they are going to, you know, them and 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 some of our fans, I'm afraid to say, and this is just my opinion, they're going to kill the club with kindness. They are, you know, love your club, don't love the regime, okay? Love your club, not the regime. And part of loving your club is telling them again if they're in the wrong or if they're, you know, if they're doing, if they're dragging themselves through the dirt. So I, I listened to you, Craig, and... And it made me think, actually, I was watching a video and, and you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit, you know, let, let you guys know what goes on in the world of Fifey outside of FRI. I was watching a video explaining uh, what a beta male is and what you need to change to become an alpha male. And I was listening to you there and I think it's Swindon Town and, and like the trust. It's like a beta club. And, and there's no alpha about it, is there? There's no. No, nothing alpha about Swindon Town. It's all beta. Yeah, that sounds about right. Ben, you came in specifically to talk about this. What did you want to say? Well, yeah, the 
do you know when i first read the statement from the trust um i initially thought well, it'll be a follow-up statement sometime later just summarizing and just giving their like breaking a few things down so the fans can understand where we are and the expenses and then it came apparent that wasn't going to happen so i was fuming and then some fan went well the, the trust have clearly signed an nda where they've um not allowed but the club said you can read these but you can't tell anyone about yeah that's why and, and i went i went that actually make sense if that's the case though they have really fucked an open goal then because they could really just say we're not we're not signing an nda and the club go you're not reading it and the um the, the trust go back and say look we've not read it because the club making us sign an nda to keep us silent and we're not going to do that and that immediately puts everyone back on the trust's side because you know they're actually fighting for us. But, but what are, the, what are they going to do Because we don't know definitely they've signed an NDA, but that's the only logical reason yeah, why there's nothing being disclosed whatsoever. And they've, yeah. all they've said is, yeah, we've looked at it, and, and that's it. I suppose it'd be responsible of me to just, just highlight here, allegedly... Allegedly, yeah, that's what I mean. It's allegedly. We don't know for definite. It's a theory. It's nothing that's been proven or a fact. Someone said online that doesn't make it necessarily fact. Can I just legally, say that? But it, it. Sorry, Ben. No, carry on. Sorry, mate. But it, 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 it to me makes um, it to me that that kind of situation would make sort of sense because if not, why haven't they've gone right here? Because I understand they're not going to tell us stuff like player wages or how much, uh, you know, each director's on or anything like that. That doesn't matter. I don't care about that. But it, it's I, – I want to know why they, they've just said, yeah, we've looked at them, and, yeah, it's cool. The club have been great. They're the first club that's done it. And it's like, well, what, what, why? Why can't you just tell us? Um, and, you know, they, they know our concerns. Why can't they just help the anxiety a little bit and just give us some nuggets of – even if they just say, I want to reassure the fans that the club is, even if they don't give us any figures, just say something that's just reassuring rather than, yeah, we've looked at it. Um, thanks for the club for doing that. End of, end, <laughs> end of email. You know, it's, it's not good enough. It's not enough. I, I don't know I, why. I don't know why. If there's no NDA, then, and then it might not be. I don't know. Then I don't, I don't know. Why yeah, they were told. I, it's what, it's what I thought. I thought, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, it's what I thought. I thought they might have potentially signed an NDA, but I don't think legally they can do because they're not actually a part of the club. So they, I don't okay. think, I don't think, I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. But uh, I think only if you're actually a part of the club can you actually, if if it's something within the club, then. You can't actually sign an NDA again. Like I say, I, I could be talking absolute nonsense there. Well, as you say, it's a theory. It's not fact, is it? So just to cover five people, yeah. we doesn't get to well, and any of us. I, <laughs> and I'm I'm going to put this to account here. I don't know whether or not to say it, but I I, I think I yeah, think it's very ca- I, yeah. I I personally think the tr- uh, the trust currently are cowards. Ooh. Um. You told me to say it. Oh, t- oh, we went there. I wasn't expecting it. You weren't expecting it. <laughs> oh, <that>. no. <laughs> Shit, everyone panic. Um, I, I think, it, I think it's, I think, I think it was a cowardly statement. Um, it didn't answer any of our questions that we wanted. 
In fact, it raised um, more questions. It raised Somehow more they've questions. done the only possible worst it, thing. They would yeah, be better not saying anything. Literally. But also, like, what exactly? And this is what I mean. It's like, wh- wh- why, why have you put that terrible statement out? And now we're left in the dark. We're just left in the dark now. It's like, we're, it's literally, we're on the edge of the cliff. It's like, right, tell us then. If you can't tell us, fine. But is it good? Tell is us it you bad? Can't tell is us. it is it good? Is it bad? Or is it n- not sure? Is it in the middle? That is it, is it what Anthony Hall says the finances are? That it's a six. Like, tell tell it, me, tell us. I, I it sounds know. like a tweet from Anthony Hall. <laughs> it does sound like he tweeted. Oh, that. you know does. what? <laughs> I'm, uh, so, sorry to interrupt, but I'm just flashing up this comment from Sound Trauma who's put Ronan Keating. You say it best when you say nothing at all. If if whoever if someone listening to this now has access to whoever plays the music at the county ground please be a shit house and play that just for everyone's <laughs> yeah, amusement literally. just start playing Rhoda Keaton and watch the fans start laughing goal music yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it's... and oh go on Sorry. go on Gary I'm going to say for me like it's already said these charges are not unexpected and if anyone was was shocked or surprised that those things come out, you've got your head buried in the sand. We knew they were coming. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah. The sad thing is, it's happened because we've seen these before happen to in town, but many many times of the years. And you feel at some point we're going to get some ownership. We'll not ha- make these things happen. We'll avoid all these things and we'll have a happy life. But it's not happened. Um, and also, also when something usually comes out like this the trust will go to the club straight away and ask right what what's the issue with these charges what's happening is the club okay what what's going on with that kind of stuff you know and they haven't but, done that they haven't re- i don't think they've but, released a statement on the charges what, have they or have they i can't i can't no. i can't recall what they said they did have? release a statement the club did um when it i know the club they, did that's fine but the, tr- that's, but they tried to have the trust is there no, the trust them. is there to, yeah, but to um, be fair, Rich, let, let's, let's be fair. The the trust, it was, have I got this right, 10 days ago, maybe 11 days ago, the trust got called out literally as liars, and they haven't even well, released a statement on that. It's what I say. They have not come out in that statement and disclaimed anything that, that was that was thrown their way. They had mud yeah. thrown at them by our CEO, and they didn't back themselves up at all. They rolled over and went, yeah, we've been called liars, we've been called, we've been called this and the other, We've been called out, but hey, uh, we've gone to the office. We've seen the accounts. Thanks very much. Bye, everyone. Have a good life. It's it's it's. I could have said that. We 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 could have just got. Uh, I'm not going to say who it was, but the person that put the uh, the whole Flynn thing out yesterday. We could have just asked him to put that statement <laughs> out. The fake official STFC account. Oh, this is no. like... what we ask, and I think it's all. This is what we is. The trust needs some teeth, and sometimes you need to bite something and, and to find an answer, and not just go, "Okay, can we? Would you mind, please? Would you be so kind?" The alpha. Yes, yeah. the alpha. Please, sir, can I have some more? They're alpha against Lee Power, though. No, you know, no money, no power. All these well, campaigns. Well, eventually, they were. Eventually, took too, but they took too long then. Mm. It's going to take too long now. Where are we going to be in six months' time to another year? Where? <laughs> I think Sound Trauma is just enjoying himself. Yeah. Like, with different right. songs to do with. <laughs> <laughs> with, with being quiet. Kind of 
Brilliant. That's going to be the whole playlist on Saturday. <laughs> this is the playlist yeah, tomorrow. Literally. By literally. Dan Trauma. Oh dear, right. Um, it, it it's very difficult because we're all forming opinion based on nothing essentially. Yeah. Um. No, we are we are basing it on something. It's the fact. Yeah, that the, the nothing that we got from the trust. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. But without nothing there, that's what we're going to do. You you surmise something you don't know what's there. If you put facts out and tell people and communicate, then we're just going to surmise and make our own decisions. We're going to speculate. We know that there's something not wrong. Uh, we know, sorry, we know that there's something wrong because we've had both Clem and Andy Hall, respectively, come out on the podcast on OSC and explained everything that's gone on. All of our questions, and like you say, Fifey, it's asked has made us ask more questions. Yeah, and what it's... you need to remember, Rich, is is that Clem is a nice guy, and he's already apologised. And I mean, and 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 he pours pints. And he pours pints in a bucket hat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Never I mean, the... time ago, wasn't it? Craig, have you uh, have you recharged during the bedtime routine and ready to go again? Because we've been having massive fun while you've been gone. Yeah, I know. Oh. I've missed the best. I've missed the best bit, haven't I? Um, you've, yeah. you've, 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 you've missed some serious accusations. Yeah. <laughs> the highlight: um, Rich called the entire trust out as cowards. Oh, oh <laughs> that's that's a, that's a bit much even for me. That is crazy. Um, Come on, Craig, back me up. Come on, Craig. Richie, No, I need him. I said my piece on the trust, but what, um, one, one thing I will say is that um, we, we, when it comes to our owner and our ownership, and if fans aren't convinced now, there are four red flags. And if you, you know, if you still think that you can trust this owner and he's good for this club and he's not dragging this club through the dirt, then I think you're being willfully ignorant. Um, the first thing is, is obviously the lies. He lied about the share ownership. He knew for a whole year that he wasn't the majority. He wasn't the 100% owner of the club. The club made out that he was the sole owner. The trust made out he was a sole owner. He, he lied to the trust. He lied to the fans. He lied to his CEO. And he lied to the EFL, which is why we've got these charges now. So and he lied, you know, they lied about um, Karachi FC. They lied about Zav Austin. You know, there is, you know, once, once you go down that route, it's very difficult to get trust back again. So that's the first thing. Two, this regime has also attacked the press, threatening to sue the local press, physically threatening other areas of the press. Um, you, you know, that's that's never a good thing, especially when you attack the local press. That has been the go to thing for every single dodgy regime at a football club that, that that's happened in the last 20 years. Um, the third thing is car crash interviews where the veil slips and you see what they really are, like we did with Mr. Hall on um, on on, on uh, the other the other week. If people think that that's a good interview, then, you know, you. you <laughs> I don't know what else what else you can do. And the last point, the last red flag, when you have somebody, um, when you have Kieran Maguire from The Price of Football, the football finance expert, turning around and saying that our owner is sinking in quicksand, then you listen, because he is never wrong. Kieran Maguire is right 99.9% .9 of the time. 
And if he's concerned, then we should be concerned as a fan base. And with all those four red flags, when those happen at other clubs that have gone down, it's never, it's never been a good thing. And clubs have ended up in the shit, which is what is going to happen to us unless we get a trust, get, you know, know, give the trust a kick up the ass and, and say, look, you need to, you need to do better because it, the, the club's future is on the line. Does anyone have anything they want to add to this discussion? Uh, just just going to say, I mean, the trust have got to read the room and you, you see on Twitter the amount of people that have said, I'm pulling my membership, I'm done. Mm. So if that doesn't say, all, if that doesn't say enough to them to realise that they've not done enough here, then nothing will. No, it's very, very true. Um, ben? Uh, I'd like to just drop you back in here. And uh, we obviously spent the first 45 minutes or so talking about tomorrow's game. Uh, you've jumped in late. Would you like to give us a, a score prediction at all, please? Well, do you know, every time that I've come out and positive about the score, we've lost. So I'm going to, I actually think the reverse of what I'm going to say. So I'm going to say 3 1 defeat, but I actually think the reverse. I think at home. Yeah, but if you say I, that you think a reverse, say what you think. Work. Which way are you going? Oh, fuck it. We're losing tomorrow now. I think we're going to win 3 <laughs> 1. <laughs> no, the re- that, my, 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 re- my, my, my reasoning before it, because there's been shit bearing on behind the scenes all season. I don't think that affects the players too much. We are wonderfully inconsistently inconsistent. We've scored the most goals this season. We've conceded the most goals this season. There's been times this season where we have been unbelievably good. There's been times this season we have been unbelievably shit. There is no middle ground. But at home at the minute, I think um, we've got good intensity. If you have a look, even at a lot of the feats that we've had, when we lost to Stockport, I think for 70 minutes, we gave as good as we got, but we didn't have the firepower on the bench. Against, um, Against Mansfield, we gave as good as we got. It could have gone either way. We became the winners. We could have lost. We could have won. But we gave good uh, good as we got against a team who no one had beaten. And still, we were the only team that beat. And even if you go back to Gillingham, the intensity was good. We didn't play that badly. We they just played against some sort of brick wall. So it, performances at home have actually been nearest the thing that we've been consistent all season. And I think we'll be all right again. And I think Barrow are due a defeat. And I think when everyone thinks we're going to lose, Swindon pull something out of the bag. If Barrow was 17th, I'd be more worried. Um, so yeah, I actually think we'll do that. But then again, I think we'll win Saturday and then we'll go Trammer and get beat 3 0. So <laughs> it, I think that's Swindon. Uh, I think that, we're, we're, uh, Wimbledon, I, that, Wimbledon was seventh, though, Ben. Yeah, I know. Wimbledon were seventh, but away from home, it's fucking only two wins. At home, we're as good as any team in the top three, but away from home, we're bottom four <laughs> team. Well, don't don't um, you think Ben we're becoming too reliant on that? You know, we, we're not going to be able to maintain the home No, we're not. We're not. It just is, it is at the minute. If I was a Barrow, if I was a, a Barrow fan, I'd be looking going, actually, they're pretty good at home. And I'll be worried about Young, and I'll be really worried about Kemp. And I think they I can score goals against anyone in this league. And I think our defensive worries are less, are less than not at home because of our attacking prowess, and we 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 do quite well attacking at home. Uh, they don't concede many; they don't score many. 
Um, so they will get chances. They will probably get one because we always concede. But I also I fancy we can break them down more than they break us down because of, of the attacking quality we've got. Um, if the man their manager goes in with the same attitude as he went last season, which was bizarre, and a game they had to win, and they tried to shit out the point, they try and do that again, they'll lose. Um, if they have a go, then it could be a crackerjack game because Swindon will have a go. So it could be a great game. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I think we'll win. But it wouldn't surprise me if we get beat 4-0 as well because that's fucking Swindon, isn't it? Brilliant. Again, we've got to talk about the uh, manager of the month curse as well, potentially. So, you know, there's always that. And uh, I think that's the only thing I can... Sort yeah, of well, they're, they're, that's also that, that, that's a thing. So I think Barrow do a defeat at some point. Why not us? We seem to do quite well against teams that have gone undefeated runs at home. Um, I would just like to... Uh, <laughs> a lot, lots of uh, comments coming in now about Craig being promoted to the OSC, etc., etc. Um, just on the previous subjects, we had Jason's uh, messaged in on X saying, claims to UK access businesses that are not football-related have a P&L of minus 687K in their last financial accounts on Companies House. Uh, so that's not exactly the, the chirpy ending to an episode that I'd be hoping for. So what I am going to say uh, is regardless of shenanigans going off on the pitch, uh, off the pitch, sorry, uh, regardless of whether you are Doommonger, Happy Clapper, Rose Tinted Glasses or any other soppy name for, for being a fan that is out in the public domain at the minute, enjoy your weekends, go to the game, cheer on the lads Let's get three points and let's come back happier when we when the dust has settled on Monday. Sing it loud, sing it proud and sing it for Swindon. Uh, keep an eye out on our socials. As we said, there's still eight more days in the 12 days of Fallsmas. Gifts to be given out as well. We really, yeah, or a freeloader indeed. Even if you're a freeloader. Um, freeloaders, by the way, are always welcome at FRI. Um, and Mike saying the LS pod presser now out as well. So even more content for you. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Gents, thank you very much for joining me on your Friday evenings. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it could be peak family time or peak prime time entertainment on a Friday night. So I appreciate you all uh, joining me this evening. Have a great weekend and we will see you again on Monday from everyone at FRI. Good night. Take my whole life too But I can't help falling in love with you Reloading bastards, we know what we are